sports listeners. I'm your host, Erica, the queen of teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday. This whole hour of Santa Barbara Teen Athletes. Woo! And we're talking all athletes. Dr. D, what's going on? Well, here we are in December, <laughs> and the rain... <laughs> In Spain, it's falls, not in Spain right now. It falls in, mainly on the plain. <laughs> or in this case, the rain in Santa Barbara falls mm-hmm. mainly on the hillsides. It's fun to have <laughs> d- dance in the rain. Do you dance in the rain? When it I first do. came out, Absolutely. I like dancing in the rain. Well, you're up in the mountains, so you do a lot of dance, a lot of rain up oh, there. Oh, it's nice. Very nice. Unbelievable. All right. So, Christmas is almost around the corner. Have you started shopping? I actually, I have. You have? I will show it to you later. Wow. Yes. Oh, was I your first gift? Well, no. Um, to be honest, to be <laughs> yes. honest, to be no. honest. No. I, I, I no. had to take care of mm. the significant other, Aww. the wife first. Mm. So, anyway. We're, we're, we're going we're to be wrapping up just a bunch of hugs, huh? There you go. We want hugs. Everybody's getting lots of extra hugs today, yeah. and I think that's going to just crack everything all open. And I'm glad t- 2022 is gone. That well, chapter is almost writ. This I year, next as, year. As they say in Scotland, uh, and this actually this is from the, uh, the play that they're putting on at the Libero, on the 17th and 18th of December, uh, the Scottish Solstice celebration, they talk about the, the old year and the new. Mm. And uh, it's like, well, the old year is is uh, worn out and it's time to start a new one. Yeah, I need, I, I want a new, I'm looking for 23 yeah. all day. All right, well, I'm so excited. We got Romy, Valeria, Sean, Ambrose, and Sammy. And uh, they're doing a great job. I'm yeah. I'm so proud of them. They're doing really good, and uh, and the sports programs are yeah. all back. It's nice to have full gyms, yeah, full fields, yeah. full everything. Oh, and congratulations to uh, this. Of course, is college, the Santa Barbara City College Vaqueros, in their championship win. Water and they won polo. ten games this year, which for which is a record for the City College Vaqueros football. Oh, football! I was football. looking at the girls' water. Was it what, what is it? Water polo. They did something. They won like state champion. I think it was water. Was it not yeah, it water might have, polo? Might have been. I, it I was don't something. know. It was it was but, a, it was amazing. I yeah. read. It. I had to read it like two yeah. or three times. But and of then course. of course Bishop Diego at least got to the semifinals, which yes. was exciting. It was really good. Yeah. So well. let's do this. Let's cut right into some recaps. All right. Let's start off. Santa Barbara High School. Romy Davies, talk to me. Thank you, Erica, and hello, everyone. This is Romy Davies, Santa Barbara High School senior. Reporting back from Santa Barbara, California with this week's Aspie Dawn Sports Recap. In basketball news, Isaiah Mendoza scored 19 points and grabbed 15 rebounds as the Santa Barbara girls broke a five-game skid in a 36-24 win over host Lompoc in the Lompoc Tournament on Saturday. Chloe Adams is continuing to improve, scoring 10 points in the game, 7 rebounds, and 6 steals. Monique Jimenez scored 5 points and played inspired defense containing Lompoc's leading scorer. The Dons outscored the Braves 6-0 in the first quarter. The gap remained the same at 21-15 after 3 quarters, when the girls widened the final margin to 12 in the fourth. In boys basketball news, the boys team struggled to keep pace against the powerhouse program St. John Bosco Friday night at our gymnasium falling to the Braves 95-51. With the loss, the boys fall to 3-3 overall, while St. John Bosco, a member of the powerful Trinity League, remains unbeaten, improving to 4-0 on the young season. Despite the loss, the effort of the boys' backcourt, led by sophomore Luke Zeffalato, has the team in high spirits as they now turn their attention to Channel League play. 
And now the girls' water polo is in season, they're beginning to gear up. Their first game on Wednesday, beating Ventura 12 to seven. Can't wait to hear more about how they do. That's it for this week's SVDOMS recap and see you next time. Thank you, Romy. DP Chargers, Valeria, what's going on? Thanks, Erica, and hi, everyone. I'm Valeria Tiburcio-Romo with this week's Charger Recap. Starting off with boys cross-country. They advanced to the state meet competing against 25 of the best teams in Division Three for the second year in a row. DP came out 14 out of 25 teams, and senior Tyler Jameson passed the most runners in his career by passing 42 runners from start to finish. His finishing time was 17.04. Girls cross country unfortunately missed the cutoff for state by two spots, ending their season. On a more positive note, three girls sports started their season this week, and that included girls soccer, girls water polo, and girls basketball. Starting off with girls soccer, they played against Santa Paula, but sadly Santa Paula won with a final score of 1-2. Then girls water polo started their season off against Oxnard High School. The final score was 22-2, DP winning the game. And finally, my favorite sport, girls basketball. The girls started their season off playing against Newbury Park with a final score of 62 to 26, DP winning the game. Junior Justine Katz led the game with 22 points and 10 rebounds. And that is it for this week's Charger Recap. I'm Valeria Tiburcio-Romo and I'll see you next week. All right, let's shoot him down to Sean Walters now. He's been doing a great job giving us the recaps for Bishop Diego High School. Sean, talk to me. Thank you so much, Erica. This is Bishop Diego High School senior Sean Walters signing on once again to give you the Bishop Diego High School sports recap. Last Tuesday, we had a long series of games that included boys soccer defeating Orchid Academy 4-0, but girls soccer unfortunately getting beaten 10-1 by a Division III St. Joseph team. Our boys basketball team found success though against Pioneer Valley as our Frost Soft team won 40-29, our JV won 61-27, and finally our Varsley swiftly defeating them 78-36. On Wednesday, our girls basketball team competed in a birdcage tournament and kicked things off with the 61-34 win over Carpinteria. Stud senior Lily Simlon had a double-double, 20 points, and 10 rebounds. Star junior Galilea De La Cruz also had an impressive showing, adding 13 points. On Thursday, boys basketball played Carpinteria. JV showed up with their A game, winning 82-40, and Varsity came away with a 58-45 victory of their own. Also on Thursday, boys soccer was sadly beaten 5-0 by St. Joseph's, but girls basketball found success as they beat Kate 38-11. Well everyone, that's all I've got for your Bishop Sports Recap. Please don't forget to tune in once again next week. This is Sean Walter signing off. All right, we've got the duet here, the royal duet. Okay, we've got Ambrose and Sammy. Sammy, what's going on? Thanks, Erica. It's Sammy and Ambrose here with the San Marcos Athletic Update. San Marcos has had a slow week with sports, but we are looking forward to some big comebacks as the sports seasons progress. Our basketball team took a loss at the Battle by the Beach Showcase with Coach Kinsler saying they were just too much for us tonight. But he's optimistic for the future, saying this one will give us lots to learn from as we move ahead. Proud of our guys for working hard each possession and playing to the final buzzer. Congrats to Wyatt Miller leading the Royals with nine points in that game. And the Royals took on Chaminade last Tuesday in a grueling back and forth battle. Ben Treadway led the Royals with 18 points, along with Miller scoring 14 points and six assists. 
Good luck this week, boys. In other news, the Royals hockey team has been looking great. They've been going 6-1 this season. They took their first loss to West Ranch last week, keeping their spot as number one in league, but now fifth in state. The team's looking great according to Captain Addison Headley, saying the loss woke them up. I'm sensing they're ready for a comeback. Headley, along with Eli Hines and Dennis Peppard, are leading the team through a great season, and we can't wait to see how they do in the coming weeks. Good luck, boys. Now, Ambrose, do you have any wrestling updates? We went to a tournament a few weekends back, and Jacob Dominguez, Jake Carroll, and I went 5-0. And we have a tournament coming up, so I will be sure to keep you guys updated. Dominguez was named most valuable lightweight at the tournament. Congrats, Jacob. That's about all we have for you guys this week. Next week, we will be checking in with the San Marcos girls water polo team. Also, soccer is starting soon, and we can't wait to see how our teams do in their first games. We'll be sure to keep you updated. See you next Tuesday. Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday at 9 a.m. Hello, I'm Dominique Hackett with Santa Barbara Wellness Center, and this is a Huga Hackett's Huga moment. Huga, Huga <laughs> is that everybody, everybody nestle in. This <laughs> is story in, time for, the, for those adults who really like story time. This is it. Uh, well, so Huga is a relatively new term. It's a Danish word, and it has to do with those things that are comfy and cozy in our life. And I like to think of it as the moment in our day where we get to rejuvenate, we get to refill our energetic uh, bucket, so to say. And so uh, I like to tell stories that make the heart feel warm and just warm up our thoughts about ourselves and the rest of humanity. So um, thinking about this is t- this time period is considered the huga high, high season because everything that you do is generally to keep warm, uh, get in out of the rain, have a cup of hot tea or hot cocoa, get a fire going or a candle, and just enjoy the winter season. So part of the winter season is a celebration of some form of giving, whether you celebrate Christmas or um, Hanukkah or various, various holidays, or even if you just celebrate just the winter season. Um, It's a beautiful time to look at some of the old stories that we have about the season, because there's a particular quality that happens now that we think about, and that has to do with giving. There's a lot of giving that goes on in Thanksgiving, and there's a lot of giving that goes on during winter holidays. So I want to tell an old story. First of all, I want to see if anyone recognizes it. It is a fictional tale told about two characters. It's a husband and wife. Uh, The husband's name was Jim, and his wife's name was Della. And it's told at the beginning of the 1900s. So this was back when uh, rent for the month was $8. Uh, they did have electricity in their apartment, but uh, during this time period, they didn't have very much money. 
And Della counted her pennies and change. She had a dollar eighty-seven to figure out how to buy a gift for her husband. Does anyone recognize this story? Just checking in. No. no. Oh. Sadly, I missed this one. <laughs> okay. Well, the author of this story that I'm going to tell you um, was actually born in Greensboro, North Carolina. And I had the great fortune as a little girl to live in Greensboro, North Carolina for a little while. And when I was a school child, we went, uh, we not only did we read a lot of this uh American authors' short stories, but we also got to go uh, visit a museum that was set up and just kind of look at what life was like back then. So the story about Jim and Della. So Della, she's her husband's working, and she just got off from work, and she's trying to figure out what the heck am I going to buy my husband for Christmas when I only have a dollar eighty-seven, and she was kind of sad. I mean, they they have a room, they have food, there you know, there's so many things to be grateful for, and yet she really wanted to do something special and she was looking at herself in the mirror and she had this long beautiful brown hair beautiful hair and all of a sudden she realized I know what I can do and she went down into the city streets and she found a merchant it was a woman who would collect hair and turn them into wigs and so Della went to this lady and she said how much would you give me if I cut my hair off and give you my hair. And the woman was like, wow, your hair is just really gorgeous. I would give you 20 bucks to, to have your locks of hair to be able to make a wig out of them. And so that's what Della did. She cut her hair and now she had $20 to buy her husband a beautiful Christmas gift. So she went to a pawn shop where she had been watching because her husband, Jim, had a beautiful pocket watch. So that's how, you know, that was a special thing that people had back in the early 1900s. If you were wealthy enough to have a watch, it was usually, for the gentleman, it was a pocket watch. But his pocket watch did not have a chain. And so Della bought a chain and it was $19.99. She had just the right amount of money to get this chain for her husband for Christmas. So she was so happy, so delighted, and just knew that he would just, you know, be so, so delighted to have his pocket watch on this beautiful chain. So she gets home, and her husband is is home now, and he's got a big smile on his face. And um, they're just kind of talking about how they're going to celebrate the seasons, and he's like, well, you know, I really want to give you my gift early. Because I think that, you know, you'll use my Christmas gift for, you know, some of the holiday gatherings that we get together with family and friends. Did he know so she had no hair? Uh, no, she had a hat on. Ah, so he did not. That would be really important. And if, you know, she, you like had, long hair. <laughs> she had kind of curled her hair just a little bit. So he, he could not see what, what, thank you. He could not see what she had done. Um, so he brought out a, a wrapped gift and he handed it to Della. And Della was very excited. And she's like, okay, well, if you're going to give me your gift early, I'm going to give you your, your gift early. And so she gave him her gift, which was also wrapped in some tissue paper. So they both opened their gifts at the same time. And lo and behold, he gave her these beautiful hair combs. So at that time, if you uh, were able to afford beautiful hair combs, they were made out of tortoise shell, out of uh, uh, turtle's shells, or maybe abalone, or even pearl. So they're beautiful, beautiful combs. And all of a sudden, she had tears in her eyes, and she took her hat off and showed him that she no longer had her long locks 
to put up with the combs. But I mean, not to worry. Her hair will grow. So she was very, very grateful for the gift. And then he opened up the her gift and it had the chain, the beautiful chain for his pocket watch. And he looked at her and he had tears in his eyes because he had sold his pocket watch in order to buy her the combs. <laughs> so now... If you uh, have read this story, usually you read it about third or fourth grade in school. And this was a story written by a pen name, O'Henry. And uh, O'Henry wrote this story and entitled it, The Gift of the Magi. And um, in if you enjoy reading biblical stories, um, during Christmas period, there were three Zoroastrian astrologers who are said to have gone to visit a young child that was born in a, a particular city, uh, supposedly Bethlehem. And supposedly they brought gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And in the story, to call this the gift of the Magi, um, that is the beautiful mystery of every person who reads this beautiful story. And I highly recommend, it's easy to find it on the internet. Highly recommend that you actually read it because it's so beautifully written. But it it is the gift of the heart and the giving from the heart. And so this is the beautiful Hugo story offering that I have for you this week. That's so nice, Dominique. <laughs> I look at that's what Carolyn Givens does every week when she gives all the bounty away from the harvest of her organic farm. So, I mean, it's definitely from the heart. You can mm. taste it. Mm. Dr. Jean. I'm thinking about this uh, story in relationship to what couples often do, right? Is that there's this... Um, I wanting to give from the heart. And sometimes there's also a little bit of miscommunication, right? Where, you know, you're, you're really wanting the other person to know that what action you're doing is because is coming from the heart, but the other person might not quite understand it in that way, right? Where there's a little bit of a miss. And then if we can really get to that heart of that, you know, I was doing this because I, love and care about you right but being able to come from the same perspective it, it does require a little bit more communication about um you know what what you might be getting the other person i don't know how to apply it as far as gifts go but um yeah what a beautiful story about love and um uh, yeah, it, 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 to me, when I read it as a child, I was uncomfortable. It's a, it's a bit of an uncomfortable telling because it didn't have, in some ways, it didn't have a perfect ending. And yet, in other ways, it did have a perfect ending. They both gave so beautifully and um, I don't want to say effortlessly, but beautifully and with no uh, connection to an outcome they gave to each other in such a beautiful way. Mm. I like the fact that they were the reflection of the heart reflection was noticed each one. Yes. They both they both yes. recognized it. So that was the connection. Yes, yes. And perhaps that's the story for all of us is to view every gift that we receive as a gift from the Magi and every gift that we give that we are those uh, Zoroastrian astrologers bringing a gift. Definitely. Well, Raya Carpenter. Balanced coach, uh, balanced planning. Oh, there you go. Balanced right after these planning. messages. Yep. Dance for me, dance for me, dance for me. Oh, 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 oh. I never see anybody do the things you do before. They say, move for me, move for me, move for me. Yeah. When you're done, I'll make you do it all. 
and this is Santa Barbara Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica, the queen of teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday at 9 a.m. Thank you, Dominique, and welcome back to Teen Sports Radio. I'm Raya Carpenter, owner of Balanced College Planning. If you need assistance with the college admission process, you can connect with me at balancedcollegeplan.com. So as seniors begin wrapping up the college application season, it is common for them to begin looking into financial aid. So here are quick tips for you on that front. Students in the local Santa Barbara area may want to consider checking out sbscholarship.org. The Scholarship Foundation of Santa Barbara is an excellent resource for all things financial aid, but more importantly, they offer millions of dollars in scholarships to our local community. The deadline for seniors to apply is January 15. The application requires an essay, a letter of recommendation, your high school transcript, and a copy of your SAR. Mm Everything is due on January 15, which means you have to plan ahead. So ask your teacher or your school counselor for your letter of recommendation now and give them time to write that letter so that they can upload it to the website well in advance of your deadline. Uh, It's also a good idea to request a PDF of your transcript so that you're not scrambling at the last minute to get that document in your hands. And most critical is that you complete the FAFSA soon Um, so that you have a copy of your SAR. The SAR is your student aid report, and you receive that after your FAFSA has been processed. The FAFSA is the free application for federal student aid, and you can complete that at studentaid.gov. Be careful, you've landed on the correct government website, of course. Um, In addition to sbscholarship.org, I recommend setting up an account with fastweb.com. They will bombard you with other scholarship opportunities. And of course, um, I do recommend that you reach out to your school counselor for a list of local scholarships and also check the financial aid webpage for the colleges that you're seriously considering, because sometimes they have specialty scholarships that require an extra application. Juniors, your PSAT results should be available at this point. If you haven't done so already, create your account at collegeboard.org to review your results. If you have trouble logging in, connect with your high school counselor for advice. The time of year for making decisions about testing is coming up for juniors. So take those PSAT results and start kind of thinking about what is my predicted SAT or um, take a practice ACT and what would be my predicted ACT score. This is a way for you to figure out, do I wanna move forward with testing and is test prep warranted? Uh, The easiest way to figure out if you need to engage in test prep and if you should stick with the SAT or the ACT is to simply uh, type in like an internet search that says average SAT or average ACT plus the name of your dream college. And then if you are in the ballpark of like the 50th percentile for reported scores for that college, I typically would recommend that you move forward with testing. Um, If you're really far off the mark, maybe test prep would help, but sometimes it's better to just spend all that time and money engaging in other activities that mean more to you. So that could be like employment or volunteering, extracurricular activities, keeping your grades up. Um, Of course, before you make any decisions related to testing, be sure that Be certain that you look up the testing policies for that given college um, or consult with your counselor if you're feeling uncertain about how to proceed. All right, gang, 
We have financial aid for seniors, PSAT results for juniors this time of year. I hope this information helps you get started on things. Any questions for me, you guys? I've got a quick question. Dominique Hackett has a question. <laughs> so uh, my understanding is filling out the FASA form, that's free. And that one of the things that uh, kids and parents should know, if you land on a site and then they ask you for money, that might be the wrong site. So uh, be super careful about how you submit your information. Can you give some guidance about what that FASA website address is again? Yeah, no, thank you for highlighting that um, point because it's super critical, especially because you're going to be putting your social security number and your child's social security number into the form. And so there, there are, you know, scams ready and waiting for you. Um, so it's studentaid.gov, gov. Studentaid.gov. And um, that'll take you to the right site. And then the other thing that kind of hangs people up sometimes when they're applying for financial aid, you're actually applying for the following school year, right? So right now it's what, December, 2022, you're applying for the 2023, 2024 school year. So sometimes people will start in the wrong application and then it's like, ah, I gotta go, you know, start from scratch, so. Excellent. 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 And then do you recommend to kids that they create maybe a separate email that's just for their college stuff? That's a really stuff? good question. Because mm, you are really going to get inundated with ads and, and all sorts of stuff. And then um, I found it easier to unsubscribe because I just had all my school stuff all in one place. Do you recommend that to kids? Yeah, no, it's a it's a genius recommendation for a couple reasons. Number one, to kind of just keep your sanity intact with all of that spam that you're going to get. It's great to help you kind of keep things organized so you can even have like different folders set up for the different colleges. And then, you know, I'm too busy to read that and I just toss it into the different folders. <laughs> so, um, I am laughing because I'm thinking about so many of my clients when I'm looking at their emails, you know, we do screen shares and things like that. And I, they have hundreds and hundreds of, some of them unopened emails, right? So um, things get lost and actually just kind of a random thing. I, uh, colleges are doing some really weird things right now to kind of manage enrollment and especially um, kind of weeding out people who maybe aren't as serious as applicants, making sure they don't accidentally over enroll um, and not have enough seats. So for example, um, one college had this little warning. It was like, before you hit the su submit button, know that you are going to get a message from us in two days and it's going to require you to set up a portal for our, our college specifically. And if you don't do that, your application essentially becomes void. Wow. Um, so, oh, I did not know that. Yeah. So, wow. there, so email is important. And the other reason why setting up a separate email is, is advisable is because um, if you use your school email, of course, that will become inactive when you graduate. And if the college is trying to reach you in this inactive uh, email, you're going to have a problem. Nice. Wow. All right. Know what we need? We need another dance break. I mean, we got new, we got new vibes. Dr. D has been plugging in some new music. We're ready to go. Ryer was so lucky and fortunate to have you. Looking forward to 2023 and all the things our kids need to get, uh, you know, set up for, for school. Because January is the biggie. That's the biggie month. How do we get a hold of you before we go? 
You can find me at balancedcollegeplan.com. And it, as always, it's a pleasure. And uh, look forward to seeing you guys next month. Nice. We've got a couple of people coming up. Carolyn Givens, Givens Farm, Alex Ramirez, right after these messages. Well, now together we will stand every boy, girl, woman, and a man. Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday at 9 a.m. Hey guys, welcome back to Teen Sports Radio. My name is Alex with Fit for Life 805. So, teens, as we approach winter, and it seems like it's going to be a little bit of a wet winter, try to keep your habits going. Hopefully, you you know, created a, a healthy habit, active routine of training uh, during this whole school year. So the challenge is trying to keep that going and keeping the discipline going. Whatever your schedule may have been, it's going to be different now because you don't have to go to school. So you have to make adjustments. Watch for the weather reports. If it's raining, try to get your, your exercise outdoors before it really starts to rain. Like for today, it's not going to rain till later. So you can sneak in some outdoor works before uh, workouts before it starts to rain. So that's the challenge is, is keeping the habits. And if not, and you don't like going outside, there's always indoor options, body weight exercises, squats, push-ups, bridges, planks, side planks, all the full body routine that you can do from home. There's plenty of options. And there's, of course, my website, fitforlife805.com. Now, Carolyn's got a great uh, holistic approach to nutrition because you have to have that healthy nutritional approach to your athletic lifestyle. And if you want to be an athlete, nutrition is everything. So Carolyn, what is your approach to nutrition and athletes and teen sports? Hey, you guys, I think my approach uh, would be to stick to Whole Foods and shop local. We have such a great community of farmers where you can buy produce at a really good cost. And then with fresh ingredients, it's really easy to whip up and, and meal prep and kind of think ahead to you know maximize nutrition which is going to end up maximizing your life your education your your health your workouts so it's, it's so really amazing. a full circle situation the the food that you provide uh, the winter bounty is so colorful and so full of the nutrition that we need for the winter can you tell us carolyn some of the the squashes that you have in your box available yeah, I think we're so lucky because here in Santa Barbara, we really maximized that summer and uh, we had red bell peppers up until last week. Some of the squashes uh, now available are you know, butternut, kabocha, spaghetti squash, really flavorful, delicious, uh, easy to prepare foods, uh, carrots, beets, cabbage, making some slaws, um, things like that. 
Your beats, I got right say. Now. The they, red beats. The Woo! red beats. Oh my god! And we have we have beats. chickens, so beats, nothing beats goes. Beats help me with my endurance. So yes. kiddos, yes. if yeah. you're looking for more endurance, even these adults nowadays, beets are huge. They're great for endurance. Yeah, and soups. We're a big soup house, so definitely. Um, people like t- with I see people taking like the carrot tops and like and tossing them and that's like oh <laughs> I get the chills because hey I-, I want those for my chickens but and I've been just putting in soups lately yeah and it's just chopping them up and it's just like oh my god that stuff is so good yeah you can make a pesto out of carrot tops yeah it's really 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 good so we're so appreciating something's good organic it's so easy they go online you got different boxes you got the fruit box you got the juice box you got the big box you got the little box and carolyn's added in other local things like bread and yeah and eggs so i used to got eggs carolyn i do the chickens have slowed down for the winter time got to give them a little rest but they'll be back up and um cranking in come february uh, are we we'll having do you have a uh, gluten-free options yet or you're working on that i am so close dominique <laughs> i love a full yeah. gluten-free line yeah we, we, we talked about that like six months ago but then i put it away i'm just saying because all of our friends now have flipped to the gluten free uh so now i've had to get used to it okay and i don't mind it now i mean I've, i i i did the stuffing for the turkey gluten-free and i gotta say it was bomb i don't know how i did it i don't i didn't write it down but actually it turned out really really good so i couldn't tell any difference there at all some things i could notice a difference but hey it is better for you so. yeah and just a reminder to everyone gluten is a protein so if you're eating something that's gluten-free you have to balance it out and make sure that you're getting your protein yeah definitely all right so we've got the we got the workout we got the health and then now we need the mental okay we got dr amy in the house we got the dr gene okay dr amy what are we going to do over this christmas break if you're a kid if you and you got all the parents now i mean they're used to having kids at home right we've we've because of the pandemic but what what are we going to do as a family unite the whole mental approach to this upcoming christmas break So I would say um, first for the parents, it's really important to let your kids have a break. Like they've been working hard for the whole semester or quarter. And um, even though we tend to want to limit screens and I'm not saying screens all day by any chance, but we want to give them a chance to chill out that way. We want to have some time outside we want to have some time for kids to be alone um you know maybe playing some music or writing or exercising some time with family some time with friends um and i would encourage everyone to have a good sense of humor during the holidays because you know Holidays can be a little bit stressful and being able to laugh at yourself and at each other can be helpful. And then, of course, I'm a fan of um, practicing some mindfulness. So some seated mindfulness practice, maybe with some audio to guide you. And most of my audios can be found on um, Spotify or iTunes. And um, then mindfulness in our interactions. So being aware of what I'm thinking and feeling and making a choice about what I say or maybe making a choice to hold my tongue. Um, 
when um, communicating with family. Mm. I got to say that whole mindfulness training, this is going to look at me. Oh, you're not going to go there. I absolutely am. So they have this thing called <laughs> new calm. It's, it's one of those mindfulness training things. You put it on when you go to sleep. So Dominique has been doing. So it's using sound. It's using sound for healing. It's, it's supposedly brain. with the vibration and it's all science loaded based and everything and all these studies and everything. So I said, whatever. So she's got it turned on right next to my head as I sleep. Well, she's been doing water, the sound of rain. Okay. Well, sleep. For, for lots sleep, of people lose sound people, sleep. Right. Well, I have no problems. I sleep like a baby. But the problem what I've been having for six weeks is I've been having a lot of waterworks, okay? Like <laughs> daily, okay? And I don't know. I was ready to go talk to Dr. Amy. I think it's hormones, okay? <laughs> Why am I? I'm just losing. No reason. <sighs> like this has been going on and on and on. Finally, I look at this new calm and I look at reset, restore, rejuvenate. So I push that one, okay? And now I have good music with bells and everything like this and I'm waking up like a rocket ship it's so funny I've been so in my head about this thing I even took a chakra test and it said my root chakra was closed so then I had to go look look what I got on this is for your root chakra okay when you hit 60 stop laughing Carolyn when you hit 60 and you start flipping out okay because if you have had my life and my last five years this is what you do okay you try to find patches try to find fixes Sound. Dr. Sound is in right now. Dr. Jean. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was great. Dr. Dr. Jean <laughs> is holding up her appointment book. She wants me to see her. She has an opening. <laughs> wow. Uh, well, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go off of that, uh, that piece of, you know, yeah, finding activities over the summer. I'm um, over the summer. Where are we at? Winter. Um, you know, winter is just such a time that like we're kind of going internal more, right? We're not we're not in that open and expanding. We're we're kind of contracting, right? Things are are going more internal. And so I think too, especially when you're not in school, you're taking a break, you don't have other people's agendas that you have to follow. It's a really good time to start discovering like what what a new hobby, you know, might be picking up a new book or also cooking. Um, I know uh, some families will have responsibility of cooking, you know, that it rotates, right? It might be one person one day and one person another day, but it requires, you know, if you're responsible for cooking a meal for the family, right? It really ups the ante a little bit of like, yeah, you know, you, you have a responsibility to the rest of your family members. And if you're getting a beautiful box of vegetables, right, you can just Google, what can I make with spaghetti squash, right? And learning, learning a new skill. But I just think that, you know, really finding what is your passion or something that you've been wanting to do um, and just spend a couple of weeks checking it out, right? Whether that's music or art or writing or reading. I love that. Having your own internal agenda for the winter. What a lovely thought. Beautiful. Break time. Get up. Shake it out. We'll be back at more after these messages.
We are back, and this is Santa Barbara Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica, the queen of teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday at 9 a.m. Hello, this is Dr. Amy Saltzman, and you're with Teen Sports Radio. You can find me at stillquietplace.com and spotaspider.com. And I am going to start off the gratitudes. And today I am grateful for family doing their best, even when it's messy and complicated. Woohoo! Well, you don't want to give us any teaser on that. Is this a personal <laughs> thing? Is family a, doing their you best. Look, are you looking in the mirror right now? What's happening? <laughs> <laughs> Holidays are messy, and messy means emotions. There's usually emotions. Well, especially when you almost yeah, have to and, retrain and emotions, yourself. Like emotions are fine. Yes. Um, and we all have to recognize that we each see things, you know, from our own history and our own perspective and know that we love each other, even when the perspectives are very different. Yay. Mm-hmm. I think you should just put on We Are Family and have this big hug fest. <laughs> so, singing, singing. Singing, family, huggy, huggy, huggy. Dr. Jean, who, who's, who you want to be grateful for? You know, I, I have to go with the family also, um, especially, my, you know, my, my sister-in-law and my brother, they always put on a Thanksgiving at their house. And I know, my brother picked up cooking really early in life talk about that cooking theme and now he's like a master chef among other things and so you know we go there every year just knowing we're going to get a gourmet meal and then just you know everybody kind of working together to clean it all up and just sitting we had a real a really easy time at their place we had a little outdoor dinner so yeah that's that's my the weather was perfect too yeah perfect weather yeah, it was beautiful. Mm. Carolyn, come on, let's break the ice here. Just you have the perfect family. Go ahead, say it. <laughs> uh, I was going to say community. <laughs> Woohoo! I'm, I'm really grateful for this little community that we have, and um, I've just had such a great experience connecting with them over food and vegetables, and our farm stand, and our boxes. Um, that we just have such a great um, display of people out there. Warms your heart. Warms your heart. Dominique. Uh, I have a gratitude. You, you can't see it unless you're on Zoom, but I have this beautiful scarf. I found it in the closet with our Thanksgiving decorations. This is Richard. Richard Ellsworth. My my gratitude to Richard Ellsworth, who uh, left the loves. Scarf. No, who he left loves the it. scarf, and he's never going to get it back because that's a closet of no return. <laughs> I'm telling you straight up, anything zips in that closet, it's over. He loves the w- the winter season, and he decorates with oranges, reds, and, and browns, and pretty greens, and, and he's into decorating for the winter season. So my gratitude is to Richard. Nice. Dr. D. I'm going to be uh, grateful to Mother Nature for this uh, great weather with the rains that we have not had. I don't know how many years it's been since we have not had November rains. And now December rains. And this is this is wonderful. We'll Just take lovely. every drop of, of water we can get yes, coming indeed. from the sky. 
And dance, too. Here you go. <laughs> nice. And I just want to thank Teen Sports Radio listeners. Love you. Thank you. We're growing every single week. Thank you to Jeremiah Ferris, Eternity Ready Radio, that supports us as well. Uh, Santa Barbara Wellness, thank you supporting us. And, uh, hey, let's hug it out. God bless. See you next week. Mother's away.